it actually was. We're gonna um, social pause. Social, oh, yeah. social pause. That was a great podcast. If that you haven't listened episode. to it, please do. She was great. It's one of our uh, one of our funnier ones, I think, because she's she was really good. She was, when you, a, when she you was an easy get. She was a good get. When you After like five minutes, you could tell like, yeah. oh, you can talk to her for about anything. Yeah, when you don't know somebody and then they can sit down in a dark, dank basement with complete strangers and talk to you like they've known you for years. Literally word for word was my invite. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to come into a basement, my friend and I, while we drink? It's super dark and there's no windows. Right. <laughs> um, today we have with us... Oh. Bud motherfucking Connor. Hell yeah. Hey, gents. Yeah. Um, so uh, we're going to get started here in a minute. But before we do that, guiltlessnetwork.com. Say, say it again. network.com What did it come across as? <laughs> oh, like a robot? There were, there were extra ends in there. Oh, Sorry. fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what? <do> you, what? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I just, just said it. Dan and I both looked at each other and we're like, nope. <laughs> "No one's gonna find that website." <laughs> uh, guiltlessnetwork.com. Nailed it. Yeah, and um, fuck Brad. If you're uh, listening to this podcast, please rate and review because um, we got a couple uh, reviews on there that really just frustrate me. Oh <laughs> but they're becoming God. they're yeah. becoming a thing of the past. Yeah, I, honestly, I I don't. I actually viewed it as kind of funny because at least but it means they were funny. paying attention to the live show and they just didn't like that we were fucking with their friend Brad. So no, one of them is Brad. Tough shit. Well, as far as we know, he also said he was from Sweden. That was a lie. Yeah. So, Anyhow. but anyway, rate, review, subscribe, follow, worship. I don't know, whatever. So uh, we're fine with all. But of it. go to the website for sure and check out all the shows that are on the network. Uh, a lot of new shows. One coming up. So a lot of cool stuff going on. Today we're going to talk about rock and roll, though, with Bud. Who basically um, is rock and roll. Yeah, he's a rock and roll connoisseur. It's, um, <clears throat> go ahead, Buttfucker, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and you open that up, so congrats on your new nickname, at least for the next <laughs> 60 to 90 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I think I may have set myself back here. Um, it'll take a while for me to recover and actually be able to contribute, I think, anything meaningfully, uh, meaningfully here. But uh, as a rock and roll connoisseur, my tastes will eventually uh, come out. I think we'll we're this is gonna this is gonna go just well. I, just fine. I, I actually don't mind even calling you a connoisseur because it's usually something that you say is a joke. But you know shit about artists. You fucking know your music, man. I mean, like like deep tracks, artists I've never heard of, covers that I didn't even know occurred. So you've actually sent me and Patrick a lot of songs over the last I don't know two years, three years. I don't remember how long. Uh, which is why I'm actually, the, when, uh, when Patrick came across what we're going to do today, he's like, we got to do this with Bud. I'm like, we 100% have to do this with Bud. He's going to know a lot more about a lot of these things we are. He's going to have points that, because a lot of times someone will just say like a band and Patrick and I'll just be like, they suck or we like yeah. them. And Bud's going to be like, funny story. And then Bud's going to go into some deep thing that happened back in the late 70s that no one knows about. But Bud, for some reason, was there in his butt fucking ways. <laughs> it's a yeah, lot to live up to. It is. We had... Uh, you know, Dan had that pop culture culture spectrum show come up um, about all the covers, and you you knew them all but three. Right. I think Dan and I might have been fifty percent. Um, I'd have to look back at my phone now. Uh, no, no, no. Yeah, right. It's a, no, we have yeah. time. Yeah, dead air's fine. Dead air's fine. 
<laughs> yeah, but uh, you knew you didn't know three. Right. So this is um this is a list of one. By the way, I see these lists come up all the time. And nine times out of ten, they frustrate me because I always get mad that there's some band who I feel was omitted or, like, how do they put this band over another band? But every time these come up, I read them all. Right. Every time. We haven't. And honestly, I, I think the first time we did this was probably a year and a half ago when we were just kind of reading them out loud and just kind of talk. I had no idea how many bands that I just assumed were in were not in. That it was really frustrating, but I'm the same way. I read them every time, almost because I want to get upset. Yeah, right. <laughs> I want to get upset yeah. because I'm, I want to. I want to be like that dude in High Fidelity, the unappreciated scholar that knows that that band should have got in. Right, and, and when you think about, so if we're talking about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, <clears throat> yeah. Um, when you see some of the bands that did get in, and <clears throat> you know, this is an institution that was meant to drive attendance. Like, there should be some requisite degree of fame in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And you see a lot of acts that were pretty anonymous or aren't even known now. Like, if you have to explain to the audience who an inductee is, they probably don't have the requisite level of fame at this juncture. It's funny because you actually put me... I never paid attention to the word fame in anything that was a Hall of Fame, right? Because I don't think that I don't think that the NFL Hall of Fame is that way. Certainly not the MLB Hall of Fame. It's all based on numbers. Like what did you do over your career? But it actually does apply in the Rock Hall. Like it's the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And and yeah, you can base it on, you know, how many records did you sell? But that that as a statistic based on how popular you are or successful you are as a band is really that's gone because right. people don't buy records anymore. They buy singles. Um, that's that that's how millennials consume music. Now right. they don't, they don't buy records. They buy singles. So somebody releases in an album of 10 songs, they might have three or four of them that are huge singles, but that's all they've sold are the singles. So although millennials have done that, Oh, sorry. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> Joe is a Visuals, plunger. joke Joe strikes again. You will never know what I just did. So, so Get in there, slut. <laughs> <laughs> so, so while millennials drive that, when's the last time either of you guys actually purchased an album? Um, we may have to here shortly with the Tool one coming out. No, they're going to stream it. It's coming. Are they really yep. going to stream it? The, the entire backlog's coming out, too. Oh, that's awesome. So... I, I I absolutely understand, but I think the difference is streaming is now how you consume um, digital media, right. right? Yes, I can go buy an album. I can go buy a video game. I can go buy a, a software, but why would I when I could just download it? Right. Um, but to answer your question, if it's a band I really, really like, I still will buy the album. Because I want it. It's yes. like a collector. I do. Yeah. I, I do that uh, with like like Tool, as I mentioned, Deftones, Perfect Circle, the ones that I've deemed like, even though I know I can get it anywhere else, I still want that. I want the cover. I want the art. And I think, to Patrick's point, no one cares about that, at least no one outside of our demographic. So what I'll do is I'll buy the vinyl. Yeah. I'm not going to buy a CD. Right. I, I mean, why? And now with Apple Music and Spotify, I'm not going to buy it and download it. I'm going to buy the vinyl, right. which is which is actually interesting because like now you've gone back into the 70s, right? You know, or 60s and 70s with how you know people just chomped up music. So it's kind of come a little right. 
full circle. Clearly not in the same numbers in terms of sales, but... And, and I like to buy albums also. <clears throat> a little, sometimes vinyl. I w- for a while, I was actually buying the download and had an Apple Music subscription, which felt pretty stupid. But yeah. for some artists, I wanted that additional little boost of financial support to, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, to be there. Yeah. And so it felt like an act of loyalty or something to that effect. So we're going to go over a list here of the 100 most popular rock bands of all time. And I realize everybody's like, Jesus Christ, how long is this episode going to be? But I I mean, a lot of these, we're not going to have much to say. No, one will come up with like, yeah, it makes complete sense. We move on. Yeah. Dude, there might be one to come up. I'm probably going to not know 20 of these. Uh, Probably more than that. But anyhow, um, well, maybe not. I don't know. We'll see. So here's how this list came together. This was written by Charles Stockdale, uh, the end of April of this year. I don't exactly know what he writes for. It doesn't say in this article, but uh, using several different metrics. And some of this is fucking stupid, by the way. Um, this organization put this together. The selection of these artists was based on measures such as Wikipedia page views. Oh Come God. on. That matters. Facebook likes and popularity on online streaming platforms, specifically Spotify. So, that, so Spotify clearly has some type of partnership here that they're not being included way more than iTunes or something like that. That's weird. Yeah, but that's that goes back to like every time when these articles comes out, even though I know it's so freaking biased in terms of how they're accumulating this information. Yeah, oh, I yeah, still yeah. read them. Right. But that's what's like the Wikipedia views. Yeah, that, that's just so strange. I mean, quite frankly, there's a very good chance that I personally will get Corey Haim into the <laughs> Rock and Roll Hall of Fame by how many times I go to see what your license to drive came out. Congratulations, Corey. Posthumous. <laughs> What was the millennial song? Ascension Millennium. That was Feldman. That's Feldman. Oh. You're right. mixing up your Corys. Well, the other one can't be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You never had an album, right? So you're... you're I'll let me go to Wikipedia. I'll find out real quick. <laughs> you're, you're immediately going to miss the Facebook likes because he doesn't have a page, I bet. Yeah. And he's not on Spotify. So he's not going to be uh, an accumulation of any of this data. So uh, and young Corey Feldman, for the record, uh, sang a version of oh, well, Muddy Waters. Corrected. I'm a man as like a little kid on the Bad News Bears television series. Oh, so no. uh, you know, okay, ready. That's his contribution to rock and roll. Uh, number one hundred, Rise Against. Uh, I'm a fan, not rock hall though. Well, this this is most popular rock bands of all time. So it's not necessarily. I wasn't fully Hall paying attention for the first fifteen I minutes, <laughs> but uh, I am a fan of Rise Against. I know Rise Against. They have one song that I like, but I couldn't tell you anything yeah. else. I don't. I don't even remember the name of that one song that I like. Actually, it was a pretty popular one, yeah. though. I know they exist, but yeah, that's that's as far as um, ninety nine Shine Down. Piss oh. off! Wow. I don't even know who that is. It's a it's a grungier version of Creed. It's yeah. horrible. Ugh. Uh, see, we're already through the first two and it's been less than like 20 seconds. 98, The Clash. So we finally get a legit band here. Yeah, there's 100% I see no reason with that. That's one of those things if someone's like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, you need to leave this room. (laughs) Right, it's crazy that they're that low, but it just goes to show the aging fan base. But it's the, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so um, there's no way that you can statistically like pull in what 45-year-olds and up are thinking about the bands from their youth or their heyday. So I guess it makes sense that they're that far down, but yeah. should not be. Yeah, I mean, 
you know, Spotify followers, one and a half million, Facebook likes, four million. Okay. Um, 97, The Smiths. Yes. Yeah. yeah. 100%. No surprise there. Could deal without a couple, could deal without Morrissey interviews, but yeah, I like the music. <laughs> so, uh, The Smiths v. Morrissey. Why was Morrissey so much more successful in like mainstream consumption of his music than the Smiths? I think it's a visual thing. I um, do too. Yeah, I, I think that's a big part of it. Yeah. You, also, he was the lead singer songwriter of, of of the whole. Everyone I think kind of knew that Morrissey in the Smiths was kind of the driving creative force. Mm-hmm. So he was a natural segue to to follow that as opposed to like the guitar player doing something. Yeah. But, but yeah, the visual, he was, I don't know, he was a very unique, he had a very unique style in terms of singing, in terms of writing. Right. And he just, you know, he just, I don't know, he, I think visually he just, he just looked cool. Right. You know? Exactly. I, but I, that doesn't answer my question. Oh, no, no. <laughs> I, like, oh, did you ask a question? Oh, okay. no, no, All right, I, moving I, on. No, I, and, the, and the reason for that is when you isolate the star in some instances, he was that much more um, magnetic, yeah. engrossing, and, and he just had that look that was very rock star-ish. That but didn't he have that same thing in The Smiths? I mean, he, Morrissey didn't suddenly become... He didn't carry himself any differently when he was Morrissey as a solo artist versus as he was as a lead singer of The Smiths. But it, it's less anonymous that way. I, I don't know. I, I think it put, okay. puts a spotlight that makes it's just, it different. Yeah. That's just a weird one to me. Yeah. Um, all right, here's a band. They come in at number 96, and they have really fucked shit up big time since their heyday, Weezer. Ugh. Weezer, if if they would have kept on the trajectory they were on from the Blue Album, Pinkerton, if they would have kept that up and just stayed true to themselves rather than Rivers Cuomo selling out the way he did for stardom, because that's quite frankly what happened. His head got too big for the you know for his for himself. Um, I would say the, the counter to that is that every songwriter has a finite number of songs or a finite amount of high-quality art, and if you can't live up to your own expectations, it's easier to take a hard turn in another direction and simply not have your work compared with your greatest achievements. And so if you make it different enough, it's kind of an, an easy cop-out. I actually, I can buy that. I can buy that. But I think <clears throat> I think I would prefer... Because I liked Weezer in the early days. Now I can't stand it. It's it's just so bad, in my opinion. But Weezer in the early days, I would have almost preferred Rivers say, hey, we've run our course as Weezer. We're all going to go off and do different things. Because that band just became a shell of its former self. The, I think the only constant was Rivers. Like, I, I mean, most of everybody else outside of the guy who played bass... The bass player Left. was rotating, yeah, yeah. a lot. No, he well like, in the beginning the bass him. player was kind of rotating, and then now the bass player is the only constant. I don't know. I think they fucking sucked the last ten years. Uh, do you guys mind a pause for a reference to the jerk sitting behind this microphone? Feels like I've got the opti grab the opti between, grab? between <laughs> my eyes. By the end of this thing, I'm going to be perfectly. I thought you were crushed. about to ask. Like, sorry guys, this has been so overwhelming. I need a break from the podcast. I was, I was wondering <laughs> where you've been. Do? Eleven minutes. <laughs> I, I'm going to be permanently cross-eyed by the time we're done here. I'm peeking over this thing to look at you guys. <laughs> yeah, we all struggle with that. The um, And we don't pause for randomness right. here. We just embrace randomness. Right. Uh, 95, band I loved, nine, uh, Stone Temple Pilots. 
Yeah, I, I think they were very consistent album after album. I, I think they could have kept going too had Scott Weiland not died, even with their multiple hiatus that they that they were having in their later years <laughs> because they of heroin addiction. <laughs> yeah, I, but uh, but I mean they I mean seven albums, seven good albums that had. It kind of hits the criteria you were talking about. Hits, I'm sure, a lot of Wikipedia, a lot of downloads. I mean, kind of a, a very charismatic frontman that was kind of a Jim Morrison-y problem all the time, no matter what. You didn't know what you were going to get from show to show, especially in the last five years of his life. And then just, I mean, dude, I mean, Core, Purple, Tiny Music, those were those were some really good albums. Core and Purple were really good. Yeah. I, I was such a uh, Nirvana contrarian in... Uh, like 93, 94, I remember telling people, STP is going to be a much bigger band than uh, these guys. And uh, yeah. I, I think, mm, yeah, I, I, Tiny Music is kind of where I started to lose my grip on Still Temple Pilots a little bit. Um, a lot of the a lot of the songs on that album really kind of lost that grunge edginess of Core and Purple. Um, it got a lot weirder. Yeah. But um, I'm surprised. I'm surprised that they're ahead of the Clash on this list. Well, you you gotta wonder how many like Wikipedia uh, hits these guys get because Scott Weiland died. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you also gotta think too, like a band like the Clash. Even though I think the Clash is better than Stone Temple Pilots, you also have to think like the people, the like the core group of people that like the Clash. And I'm just using them as an example. We're gonna have 20 more examples of this. Are not the people that are downloading and go to Wikipedia right. and Spotify and Facebook all the time. I mean, they were coming up in the 60s, 70s, and 80s. That that's when you know that core group. I'm sure there are young people that like the Clash, but. The people, the the core group that made them what they are, fan base wise and audience wise, they're not the people that are going to be doing a lot of the criteria to get on this list. And, and like Wikipedia traffic may also be driven by things like Velvet Revolver, as you're just reading about yeah. something like that. Yeah. You're like, oh crap! You know, it's an STP. I had a I I have actually seen the original Kiss lineup in concert. So all four original members redoing the 1974 tour. I don't remember. I think that was. Uh, I'm looking at you because you know yeah, them well um, enough. They, they got together. That was '96 that yeah. tour. Um, yeah. And I think they were re recreating like the Alive Two experience. Okay. So um, I, I knew it was a very specific tour, but I I went to see them because I have a cousin who's a huge, huge, huge Kiss fan. Um, when I say a huge Kiss fan, he literally owns multiple storage garages filled with memorabilia, but. He had uh, an extra ticket, and uh, he's like, hey, you want to go? I'm like, eh, no, but STP was supposed to open. And Scott Weiland, like the show before, went on a fucking bender and went MIA, so my chance to see Stone Temple Pilots was out the window. I saw them with Local H opening up. Oh, my Ooh. God, I love Local H. They're Under coming to Father's Day this year. Underrated band. Very underrated band. Uh, 94, three doors down. Couldn't tell you anything they've done. Uh, I could, and you're not missing a thing. Right. Okay. <laughs> it's, uh, like a Superman song, I think, is there, uh... It's another Creed to if me. I go crazy, then will you still call me a Superman? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Nicely okay. done. So Dan's a huge fan. <laughs> <laughs> um, 93, I love this band, Queens of the Stone Age. Yeah, excellent band. Excellent band. <clears throat> that's that's one that is always going to be an underrated, underappreciated band. It's a musician's band. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it's a musician's band. And I think we're going to have a lot of those on this list. Mm -hmm. That's a musician. Because if you ask like super popular ones, like ones I'm sure are going to be on here, Foo Fighters, ask Dave Grohl, who I think is widely respected. 
you know, what he thinks of Queens of the Stone Age or, you know, them Crooked Vultures, anything with Josh Homme in them, he's going to be like, great band. You should all go see that, buy it, download, whatever. Um, anybody here ever listened to the band Kairos? Caius. No. Caius, yeah. Caius, Caius. It's a Josh Homme band, but he doesn't, he's not the vocalist. Somebody else is the vocalist. He just plays a rhythm guitar in it. Um, and everything that Josh Homme has done up until their latest release, all very good albums. Even his collaborations with Pink are pretty good. Uh, actually, sure. I don't know that. I, I've heard a collaboration with him in Florence. Oh, I know. I'm, I'm in, sorry. Um, I said in the Machine. Pink, I did not mean uh, Pink. I meant Kesha. That's even something that's else. I got worse. Yeah. I don't. I don't. <laughs> no, she's I, she's an excellent musician. Like I'll uh, take your word for it. I'll probably never find out. Ninety-two, <laughs> Steely Dan. Ooh. <laughs> I, I understand that they are a well liked band, and Bud's gonna have a lot on this. <laughs> I, I don't fucking too. get it, man. <laughs> no, I never did. I, I I didn't my entire life, but I listened. I mean, old enough now that I kept listening to the same stuff over and over again. And sort of reheard, I think it was uh, Deacon Blues, and uh, it just resonated in a different way because I think Donald Fagan always wrote like an old man, and so I finally started to relate to it. Um, the musicianship is excellent. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't fucking get it. I'm gonna stick with my my first comment, but I appreciate you being here, bud. Skunk. <laughs> There's some great guitarists that have gone through the band. Skunk Baxter, yeah, who's also it, like it was a CIA I, or weapons guy. Uh, or something. Okay, yeah. 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 it was actually it's one that I have tried before yeah. because there is a very loyal fan base. I just can't get into it. I just I've never been able to. Doesn't mean they're bad. It just means that yeah. you know I think they're bad. <laughs> um, Ricky, don't lose. And I mean, I mean, how many songs do they have that like you hear and you, you just like instantly know it? Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. I don't know. Um, Ninety-one, Motley Crue. I'm going through a Motley Crue phase currently <laughs> because I'm reading uh, the Heroin Diaries. Uh, I was always a big fan of Nikki Six. I liked him in interviews. I think he was just a fucking awesome, cool psycho. But I couldn't. I I would campaign to throw Tommy J, Tommy Lee in jail right. for no reason. Uh, Vince Neil, I've always hated the way his he's voice just, sounds. He's just a douchebag. I've never really had a, an opinion of Mick Mars because he didn't really say anything. But I uh, I don't know. It's a band that has some cool stuff, but. I mean, they'll never be in a top anything list for me. I just I see them more as like an '80s party band than I. Right. They're right there with Poison, in my opinion. I think they have a little more substance than Poison. I think more. so too. I think a so lot too. more. I think he Six is a good songwriter. He he writes a lot of mo- 90, if not, I think all their songs actually ninety percent of them. And I would put them in the Rock Hall just for the longevity and fame. And if oh yeah, I mean especially for this criteria, I don't yeah. think you can you can deny the the, the time that they owned right. for sure. But I just, and I'm not saying I don't like them. I just, I'm not overwhelmed by like their catalog. I guess it was a band full of assholes. Let's, yes. I mean, yeah. Tommy Lee, asshole. Huge asshole. Vince Neil, asshole. asshole. Nikki Six, asshole. Yeah. Um, Mick Mars was just too old to be an asshole. Right. And like every, like and yeah. he just was. We like, missed his asshole phase. Yeah, it, it was ten years prior yeah, to the he's band. He's never had it. He's just like, <laughs> well, and he's got some weird condition that he basically can't move. Yeah, anyway. he like, has a, a, it's a, it's a, it's a bone condition where the the. The joints fuse together, yeah. and it slowly curves the spine, and there's no cure for it. And wow. you just—it becomes like a eventually solid, like, he's gonna be a U. Yeah, <laughs> it becomes like a so- solid column of like bone. Yeah, like there are no there, there's so, no there's no yeah. there's no joints. It all fuses together. Eventually, but it's one bone. These got these guys had some 
huge. Yeah, they did. Yes. Giant albums. They um, easily had. I bet you they have fifteen songs that you can play that you're gonna. You're like, oh, fuck! I forgot about that one. Yeah. Forgot about that one. Forgot about that one. I mean, they. But it's just I don't know. Again, I and maybe it, maybe it was the time that they were around. That I, I only I still lump them in with the party band hair well, crap that I the, do musician the, stuff. That, that's the thing. I mean, they were like the the victims of totally agree Nirvana and Soundgarden and all oh, those. No, no, oh. I don't agree with that statement. Oh. But w- what I was going to they, say was that <clears throat> the the early wave grunge bands, for lack of a better word, and I really don't like that expression. But I mean, they made Poison and some of the others look so silly that Motley yes. Crue got true. Know, they got lumped in. Yeah, and yeah. I think I think um, I think. Nikki Six in particular understood that. Like, I think when he created that band and what his vision for that band was, nobody was nobody's playing music like they were at that time. Right. Then you get all these really crummy hair metal bands that come in right behind them. Confidence and they, rockers. Confidence rockers, whatever <laughs> you want to call them. And they get they instantly got lumped into it. Yeah. And and like there was there was no reason for them to have been. Um, I think like that Girls, Girls, Girls album, uh, up until Dr. Feelgood was their best-selling record, and it got outsold by Whitesnake. Yeah. Now, think of the, cat- the catalog between both of those bands. I'm 100% positive you can, you'll know more Motley Crue songs than you will Whitesnake songs. Well, without question. Well, I'm not going to sit here and bash David Coverdale. He's an American <laughs> treasure from Britain. Yeah, <laughs> nice catch. Uh, I, uh, okay. I, I agree with, and I think what Patrick was about to agree with that he was a, that they were a victim of the bands that they were around, which yes. I think is what you just. Yes. Yeah. They weren't a victim of Nirvana. They were a victim of the bands that I think jumped on the bandwagon, the Warrants, yeah. the Poisons, yes. the fucking Rat, Rat, or what's that really? Cinderella. I mean, Cinderella. Ugh. Garbage. All right, here we go. Number ninety. Some winger. Sorry, that's what 41. I was like. I trying to go winger. Some forty-one. Fuck, I hate, no, goddamn no. The worst. So bad. I hate pop punk more than anything. I am so glad you don't have a mic, Dan. <laughs> I, and and I, I can't ever tell the difference between those guys and like Blink-182. And Me neither. Uh, there is some none. Whatever. They're, the number's different. That's it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, 89. Judas Priest. Uh, yeah, I, I can. I, I can. How are those two bands so close on this list? I'm sorry. <laughs> Dan, before we started this this, this podcast, we had a, we had a talk with people about um, about making podcasts unlistenable, and um, you opted out to go second today. Now go second, you son of a bitch. For, for what it's worth, Dan, when I was listening to you and Patrick talk about cover songs, I was basically doing that the whole time in my car, like yelling at you guys. I was too. I was too. Which, by the way, again, Pop Culture Spectrum, definitely check out the episode where, where Patrick uh, uh, guest stars because they do covers and it's fucking great. It really is. When we were, I was doing the same thing. When they were talking about something, I'm like, you idiots, you forgot this. Like, I, I wanted to jump in so right. bad. Similar to Dan's face right now. I love, I love, I, there's nothing that brings me joy more in life than when somebody says, I was listening to you and I wanted to scream, you idiot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it was because you guys, in, in a very short amount of time, were, were obviously bagging on Disturbed, because why wouldn't you, and talking about your love of Tears for Fears, which I also yeah. love Tears for Fears, but it never, and I remember texting you guys as I was listening, you guys forgot that Disturbed covered Shout I, by Tears for Fears. I didn't Fears. even know they did. And then, 
And Dan immediately, I, very quickly, <laughs> responded with, holy shit, I forgot that. I can't believe we missed it. So, sorry. Nothing on Judas Priest, I, I uh, it, It's funny to me now that we think of that as, like, heavy metal. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. you yeah. listen to those early records and, uh, yeah. oh, and, by the way, I just broke one of my rules. Listen to those records. Oh. Like, when you listen to those <laughs> recordings... I hate when musicians talk about, oh, such and such was a great record. It just sounds like... I say it all the time. Yeah, but it's like insidery, like <laughs> trying to be cooler than uh, I really am. But yeah, they sound like crap when you hear them. Yeah, <laughs> they're they're very lo-fi. Yeah. Very. Um, and for in like a band like that where you... I remember being a kid in like Judas Priest. I was like, oh, I would never be able to listen to Judas right. Priest. Like, that's some real devil shit right, right there. <laughs> and then you go back and you listen to those songs. You're like, sucks. Right. Like, there's nothing scary about that. Not, not at all. But again, it was the, the the time. I thought Breaking the Law was a fucking stupid-ass song. Yeah. But I really do like a lot of Judas Priest yeah. songs. Uh, Living After Midnight. I feel like I'm driving in my car on my way to a really awesome party. Midnight. Every, I love that song, man. 88 Motorhead. Uh, fan for yeah. sure. I always love the stories that musicians would tell about Lemmy. It, it, it obviously they all loved Motorhead, but the stories they would specifically tell about Lemmy and he I passed two years ago, not that long. It, ago. it wasn't that long ago. I yeah. remember that uh, when he kind of just knew that his time was coming up. The stories that like he basically was just like, "What am I going to do? Get healthy? Yeah, cigarettes, wine, bring it." I don't. He's, yeah, he just lived the same way all the way to the end, and I was just always a fan. That's a small doses band for me, like because it's pretty monotonous, but uh, mm -hmm. very. Know. And he has a he has a, and I've said this by about a lot of bands that a lot of bands that I don't like that much are because all the songs sound the same because of the singer, and th that is one hundred percent one of them. But I just always dug them. But, but I mean. I, it's like total rock and roll cool, and um, and it's fun to listen to it. They, their stuff, even older than Judas Priest, sounds better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, 87. This is a band I don't like, and I don't like the whole, like, quote-unquote genre that they're from, The Strokes. Yeah, they just kind of uh, come and go on. There's, there's, the, there's just something about that, like, British, like... I, I was... I was explain it as like there's it was this like hearkening back to like um coming out of the 70s of like british rock bands and it became like cool again at some point in like the late 90s and into the 2000s um there's that that symphony that what was a band that had that symphony song um Oh, oh, everybody loved verb. that verb, fucking yeah. uh, that they sucked yeah. in my opinion like that stuff was not interesting to me right agreed 86 Slayer. I can see people digging them. Uh, I never got crazy into them. Yeah. But they, they again, they're, I mean, yeah. they're metal royalty. Yeah. 85 Scorpions. <laughs> now it's... Scorpions! <laughs> I, I can't listen to... I, I, I can't listen to any of it. If it comes on the radio now, I turn it off. I didn't mind it's bad. it. Yeah, I didn't mind it in real time, but I've heard it enough to last the yeah. whole time. I have three songs on my phone. I'll play them right now if right. you'd like. <laughs> please don't. Please don't. The winds it, of change blew those oh, guys. Oh, <laughs> but but it, it's blown them right out of the sorry, uh, out of relevance. <laughs> Every single time, but I want to get pumped up for the day I listen to Hurricane. <laughs> Rock you like a hurricane. <laughs> also, uh, that guy's the greatest whistler of all time. Yeah. I've never been able to do that. Ooh, that's pretty good. Whoa, whistling, hello, Patrick. There's some oh. pretty good whistling in Civil War by Guns N' Roses, too. 
Oh, yeah, that's right. He's whistled that a lot. That Down to the Listening to the wind. Everyone's eyes were closed. You should know that. Dan had a We all didn't like it. A couple bars came out. All of a sudden, look who's fucking fans. It's like an arena rock all over again. Bud was in a trance. 84 Rush. <laughs> I hate Rush. I I never got crazy into them, but I'd never had. I never would. It's not the way I feel about. <laughs> yeah. I, I read a review of them where they called the lyrics "middle brow philosophizing." <laughs> oh my god! And, and that's about the best put down you can make of someone who thinks they're really saying something. And from that point forward, I never took them seriously again. I'm like, oh yeah, that's uh, that's eighth grade philosophy. I, I never really had a problem with them, but I never got into them. Yeah, there's some some decent grooves. They're all good I will players. Do it, will. I'm just gonna do imitations all day. Um, okay, this is. I, this might be the first time I'm just flatly appalled. Oh. 83 Slipknot. I uh, I don't get it. I just yeah, don't get I'm it. I'm a huge fan. Love them. Uh, Their first album is so good. I, I am a very, very big fan. I wow. think they're great. I think Corey Taylor is a very, very – one of the best front man metal-wise. So I disagree. I, I think they're very, very good. Yeah. I've got nothing on this. Uh, 82 Kinks. Connoisseur my ass. <laughs> <laughs> the Kinks. Ooh, I, I feel like I should like the Kinks more than I do, um, and I get where they are influentially. But uh, it, I mean, there's never a point in my life where I say I want to put on a Kinks track. Uh, no, I probably have five or six tracks on my phone. I mean, I like them, but again, I, I kind of I love the way you said it too because I was the same way. I feel like I'd be cooler if I was more of a fan, but I just I don't know. Not bad, but just I don't know. Although. They have an interesting, excuse me, interesting phenomenon to me. Like the first kink song I was ever aware of as a kink song was "Come Dancing," um, and they were basically at the tail end of their career. And about that time, I thought the first Who song ever was "Eminence Front." Like, you know, I'm in elementary school, never realizing that like these acts had their careers before that time. Um, but "Come Dancing" is my favorite kink song uh, for that reason. Yeah. Even though it's kind of a throwaway at this point. Eighty-one. Uh, I don't know anything about these guys. Breaking Benjamin. They have no business on this list. Yeah. Got nothing. Okay, 80. Uh, again, another band I don't know anything about. <laughs> Poor bullet, Breaking Benjamin. I hope they're listening to this. Yeah. <laughs> we all just dismissed them that right. quickly. <laughs> Wait, who was, who was that guitarist that... Oh, the guitarist from Orgy started following us on Instagram. Oh, that's right. Congrats, um, buddy. <laughs> maybe he's listening. Uh, 80, Bullet from My Valentine. Don't know him. Nope. I actually like that name. I, I know them. Some good songs. Again, I can't imagine... That's a that that they strictly got thrust on this list because they're a current band. I think a lot of young kids. There's probably a lot of got that them on here. here, but I have no. I can't believe they're on a list with some of the names that yeah. are going to be on here. I, I don't know how I would even get them on my radar at this point, and that's what makes my connoisseurship a fraud. Uh, <laughs> is that uh, at at a certain point in time, there are some things you're allowed to be not familiar with, right, like you. some forty one. Yeah. So um, <laughs> so here's a band that I like. I think has no business being on this list. I just happen to know Dan hates them. Uh, 30 Seconds to Mars. Uh, first album I thought was good. I, I like the first two. Uh, yeah, actually, there were some... Actually, yeah. 
I thought their first one was their best one by far. The second one was good. It's gotten very bad since then. And I could go the rest of my life and not hear anyone ask Jared Leto another goddamn question. Okay. And, and I so, fucking hate I mean, that But this dude. list is most popular band in the world, right? Or most current, currently the most popular bands 100 in the world. 100 most popular right. rock bands of all time. Oh, of all time. Correct. Um, yeah, no, that's... Uh, Again, I don't think it belongs here. Nope. No. I had a, I had a, I was in a band, and the guy who played uh, guitar for us, we used to call him the Meal Ticket because he was like just like the quintessential like good looking like surfer dude with yeah, his, yeah. Like, his hair everywhere. And we, uh, he was a big Thirty Seconds of Mars fan, and he went to see them once at like a small place in Cleveland. <laughs> And the entire time he just kept, he was like up front and he kept going, Jordan Catalano, <laughs> Jordan Catalano, which if anyone doesn't yeah, know, that's my his, so-called life, my so-called life, which I love that show because I like Claire Gaines. I, I, I saw 30 Seconds of Mars Live. I thought it was right after their, uh, their, their second album. And I mean, he's not great live. The, the, the music I think is really good. I think his brother is a very good drummer, very good musician. Um, Every time I see him, anything of him live. He's a good actor. Yeah, very good actor. Um, but, I mean, I like their songs. Live, it didn't translate, though. Yeah, this uh, he stopped in between songs and uh, told that dude I was in the band with, if I hear you fucking say that again, I'm having you kicked out. So he was irritated by being called Jordan Catalano. He actually, in the show that I was at, was irritated because not everyone was standing up. <laughs> and started telling everybody, why aren't you here? So 30 Seconds Tomorrow show, I'm like, we need to. Go. Who, who goes to a rock show to sit down? Right. Yeah. I saw, the guy in the um, wheelchair. <laughs> I saw uh, Davy Havoc and Jade Puget from AFI, and I'm I'm an AFI fan. Have been since they were a, a West Coast skate punk band. Um, they split off and created this like um, black audio is what they're called, and it's very like dancey, like whatever. Right. So a friend of mine, she and I went to go see it. Got chick. Uh, tickets dirt cheap and this place was filled with afi fans like they wanted to hear punk music clearly hadn't heard this music and they were fucking lost like they didn't know what to do so the so the band the quote-unquote band is up there they're like trying embarrassingly to get cleveland into like into this music and nobody knew what to do they're just standing around going these guys were punk music (laughs) it was pretty awkward 78 journey I would have thought that they'd be way higher on I, this I list. would have, too. Um, that dude might be arguably top five best singers of all time. Yeah, I mean. For sure in there. Yeah, no Steve doubt. Perry, his voice is unbelievable. Yeah. And quite frankly, I respect the shit out of that dude because he still hasn't come back for the money to do yeah, other, he, he's another like, I'm d- tour. I'm done. Yeah. He's yeah. like, nah, man, I'm good. I'm writing other shit and doing all this. <laughs> great hooks, great production. I mean, Tons of singles. Yeah. Very, very, very popular, very catchy tunes. Yeah. I got See, no this, problem with them. This is where uh, lists like this start to really get to me because everything okay? Oh, no, I'm just where the list came. Oh, okay. Um, we no, 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 it's no, okay. No, it's all right. No, no. Well, do, do, what else? Do you have any other questions before we continue with the, the live <laughs> podcast? <laughs> um, so this is like lists like this. This is a great example where I'm just like, why do I read this shit? So 78 is Journey. 77 is Foster the People. Oh. Jesus fucking Christ. kidding? Me. No, that's. But again, it's kind of what we. These are the about pumped multiple, up kicks, guys. Right? Multiple yeah. times, yeah. And guess what else they are? I don't know either. Right. <laughs> what else did they do? But I mean, that's again, that's a young. Everyone at the dumb coffee shop that I went to this morning to get coffee probably helped get them on this list. Yeah. Shout out Rising Star. Seventy six, the Ramones. 
Yeah, I'm a fan. I I, I am. Uh, I'm I, a fan. I get their place in history. Same thing. Like, there's no time in my life that I well. Yeah, no, I don't really crave listening to the Ramones. I agree a hundred percent. I do. I I I do though. Actually, I I will just go to just Ramones and just hit. I I love their songs. If if I stumble across like uh, I want to be sedated or Blitzkrieg Bop, Blitzkrieg Bop, I'll I'll listen in for a little bit and go, yeah, it's all right. But KKK took my baby away. Uh, I love that song. And, and if I could see Rock and Roll High School and Young PJ Soul. Um, yeah, and I would watch yeah. that. But, uh, well, who wouldn't? Anytime, how? Anyway, the only reason I watch Halloween is because PJ Soul. You get to see your breasts. Um, <laughs> breasts. <laughs> I did that. I don't for know you. why I love that so much. Um, just... So, KKK took my baby away. Most people don't know this, but Joey Ramone wrote that because another guy in the band stole his girl from him. So that's what that song's about. Well, it's hard to imagine a guy with pearly a, whites like that could ever <laughs> lose a girl. Okay, <laughs> seventy-five. Simon and Garfunkel. I, I actually am a pretty big fan. I, I love I do. Simon and Garfunkel. I, I think they're really good. But they're 75. <laughs> yeah, but again, the people that love them are way behind a lot of the criteria that gets people right. on this list. It's weird that they're on the same list as some fucking... I'm, that's going to be my go-to yeah. pretty much. Some 41. Yeah. Although, oh, I, I love that uh, Garfunkel's become a bit of a punchline. Um, a bit? Uh, yeah. <laughs> we <laughs> call Patrick the Garfunkel of our podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's <outstanding>. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck, Joe. I mean, we turn this podcast over to you for the rest of the time. <laughs> All right, technically, I'm not great at this. I'm much better at bad jokes. <laughs> when when, when uh, a Simpsons episode, when Lisa had a dream. Uh, I know exactly what you're talking right, about. Where uh, she was in a band called Garfunkel and Oates. <laughs> yeah. There, there must be, That's from, so many, from so many sitcoms in the last 30 years, there have to be, I bet you there are 50 instances where someone on a sitcom is referred to as Garfunkel because they're the weak link. Yeah. It's, it's a very common thing. Poor, I hope you're, well, I'm sure you're listening. And, and so John Oates is a poor man's Garfunkel. <laughs> Dude never should have shaved. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> he looks like a buffoon. All right, 74. Uh, this band is easy in my top 10 favorite bands of all time, mm-hmm. Smashing Pumpkins. I fucking love Smashing Pumpkins. Um, Seventy-three ELO. I'm not even. I'm not even going to say Electric Light Light no, Orchestra. No. I'm just calling them straight up ELO. She said, uh, "Whamma lama lama lama, rock and roll is king." <laughs> and I, uh, that's why he's the fucking connoisseur. I do. I, I do myself. love ELO. I, I yeah. do. Uh, 72. Jesus Christ. The Offspring. Him. Oh, <laughs> sorry. I thought. I thought Yahweh finally made the list. <laughs> the uh, Offspring. The Offspring. I, I don't understand that. Uh, you can throw them in the corner with Breaking Benjamin. They can discuss how they got on this list. Let's, I mean, let's I mean, talk about the fact that they're, they're 72 and Simon Garfunkel 75. It, this is going to come up so know, often, right? though. That's the thing. I know. It, it, it's going to come up. The uh, Clash was 20 spots ago. Right. 71. All, all of our favorite band, The Disturbed. Or just Disturbed. <laughs> Shut up. Disturbed's on this list. Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. I, I kind of don't want to complete this podcast. <laughs> All right. Well, we You know what? To. If you had skipped that, we wouldn't have known. It would have been fine, right? <laughs> All right. Here's Somebody one. would have been like, you guys skipped 71. Here's Sorry, one David I'm, Draymond. I'm I know interested if Bud has any opinion on. I have a feeling Joe will. I uh, know Dan would. 70 Megadeth. I am fascinated by Dave Mustaine, the dude. And um, his hot daughter. Oh, I didn't know he had a hot dog. Oh, oh yeah. We follow um, her. Not anymore. Nope. <laughs> what? Um, you son of a bitch. <laughs> she, she posts constantly. 
they, they deserve their place in their <laughs> genre, but, um, you know. I, I, I think um, the guy's fascinating. The band, I could... Uh, he is fascinating. Their... I think he's one of the, the, the opposite of what I said earlier of uh, Jared Leto. I would love to for him to be interviewed every day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Dave Mustaine is fucking great. I, I actually am a fan of Megadeth. Not a huge fan, but I do love Megadeth. I love the story of how Megadeth started. He was the guitar, the original guitar player for Metallica. Yep. Got kicked out because he was too fucking psychotic. <laughs> this was in the 70s and 80s when all of Metallica was psychotic. And they're like, dude, you're too much. <laughs> And that guy went and started Megadeth, yeah. almost as a fuck you. Like, fine, I'm going to do it all over and be fucking awesome at it. And he did. Um, 69, one of my top 10 favorite <laughs> bands. 69, right? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Big Beaver Road. Troy, shout out to Troy, Michigan. It's about time they got... Yeah, right. It's about time they got into the Rock Hall. Any guesses? The Cure. The Cure. Fucking love The Cure. And this, and this is kind of what I was talking about where... I had assumed the cure was in because in my mind, why the fuck wouldn't they be? And to find out that they weren't in at the time when we had this original discussion and just got in just blew my mind. It did. Well, I was just like, you know what? The rock hall, then quite frankly, it doesn't have credibility. It's Toys R Us to me. It's yeah. <laughs> like, it just, but yeah, I, I think they are so off the charts, underrated, good. And, they're still well known, and I still think they're underrated. unbelievably influential. Unbelievably Absolutely. influential um, on every type of band. I went and saw The Cure once in Cleveland, and they played two hours straight. And when I say straight, they didn't do that thing where you know you get like the lead, you know, the vocalist sits there and tells a you know cute little you know two minute story. No, they played two hours straight. Robert Smith never left his microphone, never picked his head up and looked at the crowd. They just played for two hours straight. He has no interest in doing that. He's like, it was amazing. Songs, not for my opinions. And and for two hours straight, every single song they played was like, hell yes! (laughs) Like it was hit after hit after hit. Um, Not uplifting. Oh Jesus Christ! (laughs) Sixty-eight above the cure. Bizkit. Wow. Remember when I said that he has to pronounce Limbizkit every day? It's because of that. I love that. Is on this. Um, I don't even want to waste time talking about right. this moron. 67, Heart. I don't like Heart. Uh, I mean, I don't, I'm not a huge fan. Uh, amazing vocalist. Yeah. An amazing, amazing singer and wrote some catchy songs, but again, I don't get it. Uh, a, greatest hit, a greatest hits cassette of 10 tunes, you'd be. Pleasantly uh, surprised for half an hour, no. you know, it passed the time and you wouldn't be upset, but I wouldn't ah, seek that out either. Barracuda. Oh. Yes, talking. Oh, thank uh, God. What, what, I, we, does it have no thing from my lips? I didn't know. Okay. So, um, when. That's a heart reference, man. I was. Well, yeah, that. Well, no one understands the heart reference because <laughs> they shouldn't be on this list. That's right. So. All right. 66. Oh <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know how much of that we lost. Okay. Well, it was Hart. Who cares? Yeah. Uh, Pantera. Uh, yeah, 100% should be on this. Yeah. I was just never... I, I have no problem with Pantera. I just never got into the music. Uh, I mean, I, 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 know, I know it. Like, you know, the... the Dimebag Daryl's guitar playing is so recognizable. Right. Off um, the chart, yeah, he's, I mean, 
Yeah, when Zach Wilde says you're the best guitar player in the world, that that that, that speaks volumes. Uh, Phil Anselmo, unfortunately, is one of very so many examples of a singer who just who just slowly and slowly and slowly tore apart an amazing band. But unfortunately, you know, it, it happened, and they'll never get back together. Obviously, because you know, yeah. Dimebag died. But uh, I I I 100 expected them to be on this list. He was murdered. Um. Yeah, just, I mean... Um, what did I say? No, you said he died, and that's absolutely He accurate. died due to the murder, yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's absolutely accurate. He died of murder. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's from something. Yeah. That's going to be stuck on... Yeah. <laughs> he died, he from, died from the murder, yeah. Uh, 65, the Beach Boys. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, they're awesome. I mean... E- you, even if you don't really like the beach boys you still kind of like the beach boys everyone knows the beach boy song uh and uh i I think they're great you you can make little kids happy everywhere you put the beach boys on like there's just stoned (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it's transcendent uh 64 the police yes bud uh yeah we were debating earlier like who the biggest band from the uh late 70s to the mid 80s was ultimately um, it's right, said Fred. Yeah. <laughs> I, Wait, I landed, on, I landed on Van Halen, but I think you can make an argument for the police, both influentially and uh, in the level of their fame. I'll take the police over the Van Halen any uh, over Van Halen any day of the week. I was never, and I'm sure they're going to be on this list. I was never really that into them. I actually I, like Sammy Hagar better than I, I liked uh, David Lee Roth. Van Halen in 1984 are two really good albums. Yes, very good. Fair warning is excellent. Yeah, fair warning is good. Uh, 63, Soundgarden. I, look, I, I think we've been super vocal about our appreciation for Soundgarden. They're the ones, in my opinion, that should have been the ones at the forefront of the ground. They are far better than Nirvana. And you guys on the, the cover cast were talking about Nothing Compares to You. Um, Chris Cornell doing Ave Maria is incredible. If yeah. He, yeah, it's amazing. Like Him doing anything. Like hair on the back of your neck, amazing. We saw him, uh, uh, Carissa got me tickets to see him at Lakewood High School Theater over here. Small theater, maybe <laughs> three, 400 people. Fucking incredible. He did Audio Slave. He did Soundgarden. He did Solo. He did covers. It was, it was it probably the best show I ever saw. Uh, 62, fucking love Tom Petty, but it's Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Um, not but, isn't like bad, but it's just not Tom Petty as a solo artist. Um, phenomenal, for phenomenal. sure. Yep. We were listening to Refugee on the way over here. It, it, it's a it's a weird career. Like his, at his highs, he never spiked like a lot of other acts. But it's hard to imagine a more consistent. He was like, just always right. good. Yeah. For decades, yeah. he was just always. There wasn't like maybe you can argue Free Fallen or Stoners when fucking Mary Jane came right. out. But I mean, he never. Maybe there wasn't one song that threw him way up. Right. But he never fell. He exactly. was always just consistent, always awesome. Yeah. I love Tom Petty. Mm-hmm. Sixty-one REM. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I think that's another that that's another case of just another band that just was always good. Yeah, they don't they don't do a lot for me, but I can't, um, you know, poo poo their place in uh, music. Thanks for keeping it clean. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. I will about, not doo doo on their memory. It's about fucking time yeah. someone tried to class this shit up. But uh, I, I, I do. I, I like REM. I think they have a lot of, a lot of really good songs. Um, sixty. I, don't, I don't know this band. Three Days Grace. Uh, doesn't belong. Uh, Breaking Benjamin Part Two. Okay. 
Okay, 59. Here's a band. I have a feeling that you like these guys. I do not. ZZ Top. I do like ZZ Top. <laughs> I feel you did. Uh, by the way, I, I will confess to having a cheesy streak a mile wide, um, but I also like the, the blues and boogie and other references. They're great players. Um, so, uh, and, do we need and a good long career. From, from, the, uh, from the 70s through, I guess, Eliminator or whatever, well, the one that came after that. Uh, yeah. That's listed as their best-selling el- album yeah. ever. Yeah. yeah. There, uh, there was one after that was pretty decent. but uh. I, I, I like ZZ Top. And uh, I mentioned earlier about how Zach Wilde said that uh, I think this is even more amazing. For that Jimi Hendrix's favorite guitar player was... Billy Gibbons. Was Billy Gibbons. He was very vocal. He said, Billy Gibbons is my favorite guitar player. I mean, is there a better... Compliment to be paid to you? <laughs> Jimi Hendrix is a fan of your work? <laughs> uh, 58, Rage Against the Machine. Uh, I'm a big fan. Yeah, yeah 100%. Just, I, 100 most popular rock bands of all time, though. Uh, I, I, yeah, I, I still think that it makes sense that they're on here because they're kind of in the middle of both. Um, they came out, what, 89 was the, their first album, I'm pretty sure? 90 at the latest. Uh, and then even now... Young people know them. Old people know them. Older people know them. Uh, people are dying for them to get back right. together, and I think they actually might. Uh, but yeah, I can see. And they've only done what? If you include their covers album, four albums. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. wasn't much. Uh, the original uh, uh, Evil uh, Empire, Battle for Los Angeles. I think only four albums. Uh, another guy who's. Interviews are fascinating. Amazing. And it makes him more likable. He, also, clearly a guy who loves music. I mean, their sound doesn't, isn't super diverse or doesn't reflect all no. his influences, but he, he talks so lovingly about music that uh, I find and him I, to be an engaging dude. He, he gets very... I, I do like his interviews, even though I don't necessarily always agree with yeah. everything he says, because he gets, he gets very SJW a lot. <laughs> yes. Um, but he's more interested in helping people or, or, or campaigning or, or not campaigning, but uh, I don't know. I he's, don't, a, I don't... he's a big part of the reason Kiss is even in the Rock Hall yeah. when they're in the Rock Hall. I mean, he campaigned hardcore yeah. for them to get in there. Yeah, absolutely. And, and after... Mm, that's but, upsetting. But he, yeah, the, yeah, he's, I don't want anyone a, to campaign for yeah. them. <laughs> I'd be mad at Ace Freely if he campaigned for them. <laughs> it's pronounced <laughs> Freely. I don't give a <laughs> shit. Oh, I want to say freely too. Uh, Fifty-seven, Alice in Chains. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. I think they were better than Nirvana. Fifty-six, the Jimi Hendrix Experience. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess if you like amazing music, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think we yeah. can just all agree this makes sense and should be way, way, way lower on this. I list. think the Jimi Hendrix portion of the Rock Hall is the most interesting portion. They have more stuff of. They have like couches, guitars. They have. Uh, um, you know, outfits, and there he has a big section of a lot of his mm. stuff in it. Did, did you see his drawings of like um, uh, Pac 10 football programs? Yes, like for yes, every yes. school, like he did yes. like a cover for the Oregon Ducks and yeah. uh, the Trojans and all that. But it's weird to think of him, as young Jimmy, as a uh, college football fan. It's weird to me that they haven't figured out a biopic for him yet. It, it just feels like that would be. In, because I know they've tried. They did one that was like a fucking made-for-TV movie. It was terrible. I think they may have tried one with Andre 3000, too. I just, mm. Oh, that's but, right. That was supposed to have happened. Yeah, but I just they just didn't get... They just haven't done that the way they did, like, with The Doors. 55, Def Leppard. Ugh. They, they deserve uh, to be as famous as they are. 
Yeah, I, I, for the criteria, it makes sense. I wasn't a huge fan, but uh, I could kind of see why they're on the list. You know it was huge? Hysteria. I don't even know. I don't have the number in front of me. I don't know why I thought that was going to be a dick joke. <laughs> well, it's set up like one. Um, but uh, that album, Pour Some Sugar On Me, was everywhere. You couldn't escape it. I think that sold something like 12 million. God, I mean, it I, think just, it's, I think it's higher than that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think my point yeah. still stands, bud. Yeah. 50, 54 <laughs> Depeche Mode. A hundred percent. They should be on every, they should be on the top 10 cooking list. <laughs> Depeche Mode. If you go to, you know, this, this, and I'm, I'm sorry, I've been rant about this because I'm a huge Depeche Mode fan. They're my, the one that I want to see live that I think is going to be very hard for me to see live. Um, if you go to their Wikipedia page, it's funny about this. There is a section just about influences. I mean, every band cites Depeche Mode as yeah. an influence in some way. Uh, and also, uh, you really read into those guys' life. That singer's died, I think, four times. I mean, they have a crazy, crazy history and still fucking going. Uh, I think they should always be on the list. I love the grin already. What's going on here? <laughs> I was going to say, you know who Depeche Mode didn't influence? Number 53, Boston. Oh. <laughs> I can't uh, believe we're only halfway through this. <laughs> we're not I'm, even halfway. I'm getting angry. Uh, <laughs> you don't like Boston? That first I album like, is really good. Yeah, Boston, Boston. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really good. Um. Uh, <laughs> Vocally and melodically, you'd be hard pressed to find a better band. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the vocals on that are incredible. Um, but let's be real; they rode, they got on this list with one song. No. Oh no! I already said that, and it's <laughs> my podcast. <laughs> oh, four. My bad. Dan, again. No. So you're referring to Amanda. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. Not that other Take you mild by the hit eyes they had. And make you realize. Amanda. No. Nah, <laughs> um, all right. So this goes back to the whole. Uh, I did not like this band. A lot of people loved them. Fifty Two Oasis. I just th those Gallagher brothers could fucking jump off a cliff. I couldn't oh, care God. less. I thought the band was called Fifty Two Oasis. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, who the fuck are these guys? <laughs> no. Did everybody think that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, You're like, oh, yeah. this band never yeah. liked them. Fifty Two Oasis. Fifty Two <laughs> Oasis. Yeah. Um, um, I, oh, God. Yeah. I, I mean, it, uh, I, I chalk up their popularity to the difference between uh, the UK and America. Because I mean, yeah, <laughs> I, very, very much. Because, I mean, Stupid outside rips. of their first two albums, they were still released here, but they weren't nearly as right. big. Wait, we have a, we have a listener, uh, like an avid listener in England somewhere. I probably just insulted them by oh, saying Liam G. Rips. I can't remember his full name. Uh, <laughs> 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 Number 51. There we go. <laughs> Five Finger Death Punch. I love 51 Five Finger Death Punch. <laughs> um, I honestly don't think I know who they are. I'm aware of them. I don't think I know one song. I know a couple them. of their yeah. songs. Uh, number 50, uh, The Cranberries. I cannot stand Dolores O'Riordan's vocals. Uh, yeah, rest in peace, Dolores. Oh, where but, were you on the Pantera one? You didn't say shit about Dimebag. Dime bag. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, you went to high school with this girl. Her her voice, her voice is fingers fingernails on a chalkboard to me. Yeah, Zombie was a good song, but I don't know. I was never blown away. I mean, there, there, there's no way that they should be the fifty in in a list of the fifty most popular right. bands of all time. I have one other time. All right, number no, not for that reason, just because number forty nine. 
cream. Oh. I have zero opinion here. Oh, I'm kind of on the same boat. Right. I, I love seeing like Ginger Baker interviews. Like he's the grumpiest old fuck, um, and and he's fascinated about how angry he is. Mm-hmm. Things uh, musicians apparently love cream. They deserve their. I guess they deserve their popularity. I another one that I'm I guess I don't, I don't have a negative or a positive. Right. Truthfully, uh, forty eight Chicago. <sighs> kind of same, but I'm. Yeah. I imagine you have more on this. Uh, I mean. They're way too. They they should not be this popular. Yeah. And I don't like the the jazz fusion mm-hmm. rock kind of thing that they were going for. It's an awkward sound. Forty seven. This near and dear to your heart. Kiss. No. Uh, yeah, um, that's how I feel about I'm gonna it. Sit this one out. I fucking hate <laughs> these guys. Uh, that's not the same thing as sitting it out. Well, I'm done. <laughs> that, I don't. I. I am regretting having you come on. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, I, I remember being in a friend's basement in middle school for a party, and somebody put a live two on, and it sounded so good. And the production for a live two, which was far from a live album, like they multi-tracked a bunch of stuff. Sure. So it had big choruses, and it sounded good. And so the stuff that sounded crappy in the studio album sounded really good to me. And uh, they were popular in my middle school, and... Uh, you know, I had the Ace Freely, Freely solo record as a kid, and so yeah, it was just always sort of part of what was around me, and uh, their influence is undeniable. Well, you you and I talked about yeah. well, we've talked about Kiss a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I I I think their musicianship is bad. I think their lyrics are bad. Yeah. It is undeniable the they figured out how to be fucking rock and rollers to a degree that nobody had. Right. And they influenced a ton of people from that. Like they, if you, if you had, if Kiss showed up on TV and the volume was off, you were gonna watch because you're like, what the hell is all this? Costumes, explosions, fire, people spitting blood up. Like um, they figured out like how to market themselves as a band very well. Over the course of twenty some studio albums. Uh, you could pull together a couple volumes of greatest hits that are respectable. I mean, even something like Heaven's on Fire, which you guys would probably say have dumb lyrics, and I agree with that. That was a super catchy song late in their career. There's a lot of that stuff along the way. We were singing I, Lo- I Was Made for Loving You a little bit earlier. Yeah. Um, Let's put the X in sex. Yeah, that's cringy. <laughs> yeah, right? Cringy. I mean, that's awful. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Awful. Oh, um, my God. Yeah, they have a lot to answer for, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but here's a, here's a band I like. Um, does not deserve to be on this list, period. Ramstein. Oh. Okay, I, I, I'm with you because I am a I'm I'm a I'm a Ram, Ram how are they is it I don't I actually don't even know how it's fully I thought it was I don't Ramstein. know. Ramstein. Either way. Yeah. I think I think they're I would love to see them live. I, I think like the live stuff I've seen looks incredible. I think that they're a good band, but yeah, I prob- probably not on the list though. Well, so the, the, but the, they're gigantic in Germany. I was about to say the Germans have to be looking someone up. Like yeah. this is their yeah. Uh, yeah. so that's that's the influence of their yeah. Wikipedia what is the second most Google search <laughs> right. in Germany? <laughs> yeah, uh, insert, insert Hasselhoff <laughs> joke here. Ah uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, forty-five Kings of Leon. Don't know anything about them. Uh, thank God Carissa's not in the room for this. Uh, yeah, we can move on. Okay. Any- uh, they must have gotten a lot of searches like 
10 years ago when they were popular and it's been enough to sustain where they fit on this they list. They had two very popular albums. Um, but, I mean, they've come and gone and there's no lasting anything from wow. Kings of Leon. Uh, 44, Dire Straits. Mark Knopfler's great. He's fantastic. Yeah. Absolutely fantastic. Um, a- another band that's well served by a, a single copy greatest hits, you know, put it on every now and again. You go, hey, it's a pretty good career. Yeah. I, a lot of the stuff that he did past Dire Straits, I think, is better than a lot of the Dire Straits yeah. stuff. The Dire Straits just seemed to be like so formulaic 80s to me. I don't know. Well, it, it's funny. A lot of those bands that had their biggest album, like the biggest Jay Giles album, didn't sound like anything that Jay Giles did before. That big Dire Straits album that had sort of the synthy sound mm-hmm. doesn't sound like Sultans of Swing or anything right. like that. And uh, it's weird that the the albums that took these guys to fame sounded so different and sounded so 80s. We should talk about at some point, what the hell were people doing with production in the 80s that it sounds like it was recorded 30 feet away with one guy on a Casio? Yeah. Uh, (laughs) That's a really good way to put it, too. Because, yeah, when you think about it, there was a lot. Drums sounded like shit. Right. If they weren't using electric drums, which were worse. Right. Um, yeah, they didn't know how to record drums back then. I, I mean, Prince's early, early work would be so much better now if it were oh, just recorded yes. in, yeah. uh, in a 43, way. here's a band that I just... Why are they on this list? Korn. Same. They they had... Their first album, I think, is really good in terms of like when the, the new metal mm-hmm. kind of kicked in. It was, it was a very good album. Really good. It was a hard album. Second one was okay. Third one was their... Follow the Leader was very, very popular for them. And then it just, it's like, they were like, let's see how many albums we can put out in the shortest amount of time that all sound exactly the same. I, I, I don't, they don't belong on this list at all. And, but this list has stayed true to its title in Agreed. That, it's, that it's rock yeah. bands and it's popular because when you think about when new metal was popular, I mean, hip hop was the dominant format then, it is now. And so if your choices are find a, a band 15 years ago, you don't have a it was lot of slim pickings, right? And so corn yeah. uh, makes it just by <laughs> well <laughs> process of elimination. Or, uh, well, here you go, number forty-two, Nickelback. Oh man, <laughs> I don't fucking Nickelback. <laughs> Can you think about the some of the bands we've talked about, yeah. and now we just said Nickelback. Nickelback yeah. is the Spice Girls of rock and roll. Yeah. They're very, very popular, sold millions of albums. You can't find one person that admits that they right. bought it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they're, I, I, man, I honestly, I got nothing for them, man. Other than how'd that dude, like, you would think that Avril Lavigne would be more status conscious than to allow herself to get I married. Thought she'd, and, yeah, done better than that. Right. Yeah. I um, thought they both could have done better. <laughs> <laughs> 41 Deep Purple. They're... I'll listen to Hush probably once a month or so. It's got a funky groove. It was, was it a Neil Diamond song first? I think it was. Um, I, I don't love Deep Purple, uh, but I get where they stand in the, the rock pantheon. They're, a, uh, they're also a, a musician favorite. A lot yeah. of musicians like Deep Purple. Um, it, and it, I, I suppose but you guys, this... as guitarists, um, did you both learn Smoke on the Water early nope. on? No, you skipped over it. Never played it. Interesting. Did you ever... Uh, no. Uh, when you start uh, learning guitar, uh, the first thing they're like is, here, Nirvana's fucking simple. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 40, Van Halen. Um, I, I can't even be objective about this. 
Bud, Bud, you're starting to swell up over there. <laughs> As a kid, my mom had Elvis records, so Elvis was the first musician I ever loved and I feel like I started at the top but then my dad had Hank Williams senior record so like as a as a little kid I was weirder than everyone by 20 years in terms <laughs> of my musical taste and then an older cousin introduced me to Van Halen yeah but it got you on this podcast yeah, eventually right. so, so it I jumped worked out <laughs> I jumped from Elvis to Van Halen with maybe some Chuck Berry in between there and it was such a big part of me discovering rock beyond like the oldies that I knew that I, I have just too much affection for the band to be objective. And also David Lee Roth is one of the greatest frontmen in uh, rock history. I, I mentioned it a little earlier. I've never been a huge Van Halen fan, but they a hundred percent belong on the list. Um, 39. I'm so sick of these guys. The Eagles. I fucking hate, I could, I, I'm just right. But, but selling more of a single album than anyone else in the history of music qualifies you to be on the, list I understand that band. the criteria <laughs> for the list. I understand, but I've never understood the appeal of the Eagles. Uh, I musical competence, vocal competence, catchy songs. They did everything right. Yeah. And, and they cross genres. Like they really balanced between like, uh, um, like a bluegrass country yeah. and rock. Yeah. Like you didn't really know what side of the fence, you know, the next, track was going to be on right um you know dan and i i talked about this on the podcast you know one of the ideas i have for a podcast we're going to do is um songs that are fucking great but are ruined because you've heard it so many times you just can't stand it anymore to me a lot of eagle songs fall into that category absolutely i mean they're really good songs but you just heard it so many times i'm i I wish somebody would put a bullet in this song's head but a, a band that can incorporate joe walsh late into yeah. its career and make it work uh, says a lot about how versatile they were as a band to your earlier point, Patrick. Um, 38. I don't know anything about these guys. Avenged Sevenfold. Yeah. They're right up there with Five Finger Death Punch. Yeah. <laughs> don't really care. 37. This is a band I actually liked but has no business being on here. Um, the Killers. Yeah, they were just of their time. Like they yeah, existed for a brief I, moment. And I, I, I am a, a, a fan of the, the Killers. I think Sawdust is a fucking amazing album. I think it's their best one. I think it's the most, probably the, the least known one. But uh, yeah, same. After Sawdust, then what? Yeah. And Dan, Don't belong we may, here. We we have. I mean, excuse me. We may have to put Dan on this. Like all of the bands that we dismiss here have numbers in their name. Is there a good band Ooh. that actually has a number? In its name. 38 Special. Oh, nice pull. That's fantastic. <laughs> Nine Inch Nails. Right. Nine Inch Nails. Uh, How did we miss wait, this? Yeah, well, I, I can't even see Patrick. I see the top I, of his head. I'm just so amazing. <laughs> Bud was so impressed yeah, yeah. by Dan's 38 Special. Yeah. The well, look the, on his face is like Jesus had just walked down the that, stairs. That it came, what? That it came so fast on yeah. the question was amazing. That's what she said. Uh, <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> um, I'm actually kind of excited for the end of this because I've been keeping track of ones that I can't, that I'm afraid aren't going to be right. on this list. Well, when we get to like, uh, hold on. oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'll do it at the end. Thirty six Muse, and I like Muse a lot. They're, these guys are just way too fucking political for me. Um, I, I don't good band it. doesn't belong on the list. Uh, Thirty five Evanescence. Get the fuck out of oh, here. That's bad. I like Is that a typo? Uh, <laughs> Amy, what's her face? I always found her super attractive. 
I like Amy oh, by really? I like Amy by the Pure Prairie. Can lead. somebody? What? What? Can you do me a favor? I can't remember her last name. Can you Google? Um, muchas gracias. Uh, Thirty-four. Is that Amy Lee. Oh, I, I, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, here's one that belongs on this list. I can't believe they're this far down it. You two, and I hate you two. By the way, I never really liked anything past like ninety-four, ninety-five. Great performers, super high energy. I, that, dude, I, that dude needs to shut the fuck up in between songs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, musically never did anything for me. I, I, I think that, I think 100%, I agree with Patrick, they belong on this list. Uh, I mean, but for the last 15 years... It's another example like, of a it. band with a n- number in their name. Right. Yeah. Follow, but all Dan knew was 38 right. special. Yeah. <laughs> Preceded by number 33... Blink 182. Oh God damn it. I don't want to even fucking talk wow. about this anymore. That is so upsetting. Uh, uh, which which of these numbers pop punk bands were the Maddens in? Uh, like Benji and isn't there? Pop punk. I mean, Blink 182 oh, um, is probably number one. That, that guy's married to G- Gwyneth Paltrow now? No, no, no. Um, oh, no, 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 no. You're thinking of the dude from Good Charlotte married Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz, oh, right. yeah, that's what I was thinking Another of. Another great band. <laughs> Good fucking Charlotte. What a terrible era of tunes. Terrible. Number 32. Pop punk's terrible. Um, I'm actually surprised by the best-selling album on this one, uh, Marilyn Manson. I, I, no I, secret here, I love Marilyn Manson. And I think they, I also do, and I think animals. they belong on the list for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, anything after mechanical animals can go away, but whatever. Uh, number 31, finally got in the rock hall. I saw this band open for Alanis Morissette. 38 special? <laughs> nope. Uh, Radiohead. Oh, right. This was another one during that conversation we were having about you. I assume they were already in. Yeah. To find out they weren't. Yeah. Just got in. Um, yeah, I well, saw they finally them. paid their dues. Well, obviously, <laughs> Alanis Morissette, and you're going to do a podcast on this. J- that Jagged Little Pill album was Great. giant. Um, and they opened for her... I saw him in Pittsburgh, and the only song, uh, what was? Well, everyone knows "Creep." Right. I'm trying to think of the of the ne- the next album. The Benz, mm-hmm. the Benz had literally just come out when I saw them. Underrated album too. Yeah. Oh, that's that's amazing. Album. I've said this forever, and I know Andrews agree. It's it's close to the perfect album. It's incredible. Song number one to the last song is there is there isn't there isn't a single track. And that album that I will skip. It's that good. So, uh, 30, Fallout Boy. <laughs> this is embarrassing. Honestly, I, I'm right. not even sure. We may not even have to air this. This list clearly is right. faulty. 29, The Who. Yeah, of course. Fallout Boy is one off from The Who. <laughs> that makes sense. Right. That makes sense. I've always said Pete Townsend and Pete Wentz. Right. We're, uh, <laughs> we're basically two peas in a pod. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, I've never been a big Who fan. I know a lot of people love the Who. Um, you know what really hurt the Who for me? All those CSI shows. <laughs> what was? Yeah, Roger Daltrey really decided to act for a while, and I think that I didn't like that. I'd see him in really bad movies, and you're like, dude. Are you just burning through your money? <laughs> I remember when this when this band first came out, everyone fucking fell in love with these guys. Number twenty eight, System of a Down. Oh yeah, I mean, uh, 
And and I love to be mm. reminded of Armenian genocide whenever yeah. I can. <laughs> right. it's, it's so specific. <laughs> Thank God they brought that, that to the forefront. <laughs> but but um, <laughs> there were some fun cuts. I don't know. <laughs> Um, I was, I am still a big fan, but no, I don't think they belong on the list. <laughs> Number twenty-seven, CCR. Yes, hundred yep. percent. Clearly deserved to be. Uh, yeah, Fogarty. What songwriter has more a higher number of high-quality singles uh, to his name than John yeah. Fogarty? Other than maybe like McCartney and Lennon, um, but I don't know. I mean, Fred Durst. <laughs> twenty-six. I don't even know this band. Arctic Monkeys. Oh yeah, they are great. Not on this list though. Scott, I don't think. Scottish. Maybe. I'll have to, can, we get a, can we get a Google on that? Well, it would be awesome if they were um, Welsh. If the, I mean, to join Tom Jones in the list of great Welsh artists. Uh, Who else is like on Tom that list, bud? <laughs> <laughs> English. Okay, so twenty. Who cares? That person in England is going to stop listening to us. Yeah. Number twenty-five. I actually like these guys, um, but I like Blur better. Gorillas. Oh, I'm I'm actually because I am a I'm actually I'm a big Blur fan. I like the Gorillas, but I really like Blur. But I I think that they're fine on this list. I'm surprised they're on it to be honest with you. Well, certainly this high um, or low. How do you refer to a countdown? I said that I said that earlier, and I honestly I I thought I said it wrong. Right. Um, I guess it would be high on the list. Right. Yeah. Uh, Twenty-four Pearl Jam. Yeah. Yeah. 23 Leonard Skinnerd. This yeah, is a, I I've seen them live twice. I like their their tunes. They got an awesome story. Half the people are uh, dead now though, right? Yes. I mean literally like half the band, isn't yeah. it? But they died from plane, not murder. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and one of the survivors who was uh like quadriplegic or um uh not ambulatory on his own recently passed did you he wasn't really lending any hands at all to that band though i can't who was the guy and i'm gonna fuck this story up i know i am one of the men so the plane crashes one of the members of the band comes to and sees a farmhouse and starts to walk there for help he gets shot twice by the guy who lived there who's like get off my property (laughs) and he's like no Can you imagine that? You just survive a plane crash and then you get shot by some hilljack? Jesus Christ. Wow. You think she's trying to steal his milk? <laughs> 22 Iron Maiden. I I don't get it. Um, I uh, I don't either. Of, of the priest maiden. I go priest. I go maiden. Okay. Um, okay. I think they're better musicians. I Run to the Hills is still Well, there's one North of the and great, South uh, Korea too, bud. Yeah. 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 In the North and the South. <laughs> Bud just pro slavery. <laughs> um, okay, so twenty one uh, is didn't it, combat that at all. By the way, footnote: he, ha- no, he has a microphone. <laughs> he did not. He did not defend his pro slavery stance. He could have uh, yes, stood up for himself. Now, and they're talking over me. Uh-huh. What is that, Bud? I'm sorry, we can't hear you. And we don't want that. We can't hear you. Over, yeah, here. Sorry, Bud. We can't hear you over all the intolerance. <laughs> right. Just, Meanwhile, uh, you got a rebel flag do rag on your head right now. <laughs> Telling me I'm oh, Are we doing that now? Are we doing that now? <laughs> uh, number 21. I, 
because we call ourselves a guiltless podcast and I've adopted your philosophy is no, there's no such thing as a guilty pleasure. It's just a pleasure. Stop being guilty about it. Um, I would have said that this band is one of my guilty pleasures. I love Paramore. Oh. Love it. I, I can't help it. I, I don't know enough to know. Um, a fan, but, but I don't think it belongs on the list at all. Oh, totally agree. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of hers. Uh, number 20, The Doors. Like we're getting in, we're in the top twenty now. Right. This is this shit better best be legit. Yes, and that's right. why I'm still holding a couple that I haven't heard yet. Right, but Doors, hundred percent. But here's the thing, and about I'm a the, Doors fan. Here's the thing about the Doors. Um, he obviously died young. You know, lived a fast lifestyle yeah. until he was twenty-seven. <laughs> but they only had how many albums? Five or six studios. Six, about six, I think. So I mean. Although we were talking about the creepy uh, cover version of Gloria that oh, I heard yeah. on the way in. But that's six albums in yeah. six years, too. I mean, they, they were somehow in his state knocking out an album a year. Yeah. Granted, I know it's because Robbie Krieger was also lending his hand right. with all the, the, the writing, but yeah. still. All right, so number 19 is a band that I've seen the original lineup live. I know I already know band does not, Dan does not like this band. Fleetwood Mac. Said, oh, I think they... Wait. You didn't see the original lineup. I didn't see the original. That was like Peter Green and some other. Oh, uh, I'm I'm talking before. Once Lindsay, to me, Fleetwood Mac is classic lineup. Yeah, Fleetwood Mac is. I I get there's Fleetwood Mac before Lindsey Buckingham and Stevie Nicks, but Stevie and Lindsey Buckingham joined the band, and that's let's be real. That's Fleetwood Mac. The band wasn't the band until they were together. I, I, I 100% belong on this list. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't get the way that. People genuflect for rumors. Um, like, oh my god, it's funny you said genuflect because I just went to church for the first time in like a year today. Oh. Wow, yeah, how'd it feel? Yeah, it sucked. Let's <laughs> <laughs> sin. Um, but Monday morning, catchy as hell. My kids love that song. We play that. Uh, so many good songs. Fleetwood Mac. I mean, so many, so many hits. Yeah, yeah. And everybody in that band was fucking somebody else in that band when they were fucking somebody else in that band. The fact that they were able to make it as long as they did and have as many hits as they did without literally somebody killing somebody yeah. else. A lot of people are interchanging, yeah. Yeah. Uh, number 18 absolutely deserves to be on here. We already brought this up Foo Fighters. Yes. yes. No argument. Nope. Uh, number 17, Black Sabbath. Yes. Yeah. I think you're right. We're going to cruise through these yeah. last 16 just because it just makes these make sense. Number 16, Aerosmith. Absolutely, the list, yes, here. but again, it's the same thing as you two. They lost me 15 years ago. Yeah. Bud and I were talking about this before we got here. Like Aerosmith, up until what was that revival album? We called it the revival album, yeah, um, the one with the whales at the beginning, right? That, I'm picturing it now. We, we named it while we were there. I can't remember. That dude looks like a lady, yeah, and, uh, great album, yeah. Everything after that, I couldn't stand. Uh, yeah, and, and Steven Tyler's become such a caricature. Oh, like, yes, he, yeah. He thinks that people love his whatever yeah. it is, wordplay. Or also, and I don't know why I'm hanging on to this. It's a big problem for me, and this is what aging rockers do. He still goes on the beach in these tiny little oh, man. skimpy bikinis, and mm-hmm. he does not do cardio. No. He looks like shit. <laughs> Well, he's 75, at least, right? Yeah, man. Throw he's on some board shorts and a hoodie. Right. No um, one wants to see that shit. Number 15, huge band. I never liked him. You and I already talked about this. Bon Jovi. The list for sure. Yeah, yeah I, I, I never really liked them either, although in retrospect, 
there are, there are more than a handful of songs that I would listen to if they were playing, and I would probably the entire Slippery When Wet I would album. Agree. They, I bet you, they easily have fifteen to twenty top ten right. singles. All right, but, for but fuck's the, sake. Well, but but the thing about music, like I think for all of us, you know, we we think it's a reflection on who we are, and so when Slippery When Wet came out, no respecting seventeen year old guy was going to stand up and say, "Man, do I love Slippery When Wet?" Like. You know, that was a, you distanced yourself from that because uh, that made you less than oh, okay. uh, masculine. So uh, um, They lost me again. Number 14, Green Day. I know why they're on the list. They've already been, they've been in the rock hall before Radiohead and The Cure. Blows my fucking mind, but they were. They belong in the top 100, but are they in the top fucking 20? No. I would say no. I, I agree with pretty much everything you said. I understand why they're on the list. Do not think they're in the top 20, maybe top 50. Um, and I like some of their songs, but I'm not a huge fan. So um, number 13, band near and dear to my heart. But the best part about this is what you can't see, and it's the photo of the band. Number 13 is Nirvana. Um, the photo of the band is Chris Novoselic and Pat Smear. There's no Kurt Cobain. There's no Dave wow. Grohl. <laughs> They took Chris Novoselic and Pat Smear. So apparently the person that wrote this article was also getting sick of doing this list. <laughs> oh, this is too long. I should have done 25. Um, yeah, I, I, we talked about it on the Pop Culture Spectrum podcast. It's just, to me, Nirvana was so unbelievably important in terms of the switching, swinging the, the pendulum. The yeah, thing. exactly. Okay. Um, number 12, the Rolling Stones, no yes. brainer, right? Surpri number 11, red hot chili peppers. Of, of course, more famous than the Rolling Stones. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but again, that's, I think that's again, the generational thing with the right. criteria. I'm actually surprised they're this high on the list. Yeah. They're another one lost me 10 years ago. See, I, not bad. Mm, no, they're not yeah. bad. I, but I'm just saying, when I think of, like, obviously, blood sugar, sex magic is incredible. But when I think about, <laughs> shut up, Dan. When I think about, like, their early stuff versus their later stuff, it's just, it's, it's like me, I don't know. I just, if, no, no, finish the song. Yeah, just keep saying, talk over the host, no, bud. No, 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 it's all right. Do the four-minute song. Yeah. <laughs> you guessed. Um, so the thing about Red Hot Chili Peppers to me is they have, they have a greatest hits album and I can listen to it straight through, no problem. I could not put in a Red Hot Chili Peppers album, though, and listen to it straight through. But their hits, to me, are so good. I mean, they, they wrote some really great songs. To be in the top 20 is shocking to me, though. I don't think they belong up here. Um, all right, so we're about to get into the top 10. Who's somebody that, Joe, I'm looking at you for, you don't want to look at Bud first since he's the guest. Who is somebody that you can't believe we haven't mentioned yet and they got to be in the top 10? One or two. Um, Patrick? I, oh, nice. No, no. <laughs> I'm actually drawing, I'm actually drawing blanks, so that's a, uh, that's a, uh, a good guess because I'm, I'm trying to think of the classic, classic rock artists, maybe the Allman Brothers. Um, okay. But I don't think... I don't think the people that are driving the scores here are Allman Brothers fans. I, I, I agree. Um, so, I mean, we, we we know who should be in the top two or three that hasn't been named yet. So Yeah. I have three. One, I'm 
I'm surprised because I'm huge fans. Other ones, and we actually just talked about one of these the other day. So one that I thought would be on the list, and we've kind of jokingly talked about this. I don't think they're going to be in the top ten at all, so they're not going to be on the list at all. I was a little surprised at Huey Lewis in the news not being okay. On there. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> only we we had just only because, but again, that's Are another being, band. Oh, you're being serious. I'm 100 percent being serious, oh. and I'm not saying that as a humongous fan. I'm saying that as a if you think about the amount of hits those guys had compared to some of to compared to 40 bands on this list, I'm not saying that I'm a huge fan. I'm surprised they're not on there. The other two that I'm surprised and I'm worried aren't going to appear at all <laughs> are Nine Inch Nails, and for me, the Cars. All right, Ooh, interesting. I don't, I don't like. I like. I don't it. think the Cars is going to make. I don't it. Th- no, I I think. No, I know. Oh, I know it's not going to. I, I expected to see them around fifty or sixty. I, I could have put the cars in this list. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. I was, yeah. I'm, and when we got lower or higher, however you want to right. say it, I'm like, they're not going to be on this and, list. I mean, there there are two British bands that probably should finish one and two. Yeah, yeah. The, you don't uh, even, yeah. Right. So yeah. number ten, Metallica. Yes, makes sense, right? Uh, fucking a. <laughs> we just God got thrown a loop damn here. It. <laughs> oh shit! Is it Coldplay? Yes. <laughs> oh! It's fucking Coldplay, number nine. Done. It was his reaction. All right, so I'm not by the mic. Oh, my <laughs> God, this is I, As we started doing that, I was like, as soon as I was reaction, I was like, all right, well, clearly it's I'm like, oh, my God, we haven't said Coldplay. And these fuckers got to the top right. ten. The, the Coldplay, oh, God. The, the Coldplay scene is one of the best in 40-year-old version as they're sitting there. <laughs> oh, you know, oh, you know, I know you're gay because you like Coldplay. <laughs> uh, number eight, Maroon Five. Fuck this. Oh, you know what? This is oh, we're not even airing this episode. <laughs> Seven, Guns and Roses. Yeah, I think I think that does deserve to be in the top twenty. Twenty, yeah, top yes, okay, ten, 10 no. That's, the, know, that's the recency bias of being young enough that people still look up their stuff and try and spin it. Yeah, uh, yeah, or, yeah. Uh, stream it and. Uh, I'm actually <laughs> surprised, and when I say this, you're, you're everyone's going to think I'm an idiot. But let me, so let me finish. The best-selling album, Appetite for Destruction. Yeah. I would have thought for sure that Use Your Illusions outsold Appetite of Destruction, because everybody loved Appetite of Destruction when that one and two came out. It sold like fucking crazy. And I, you had to buy it separately. Yeah. I, I you think, had to buy them separately. I think that's why it didn't. Right, that's why it doesn't count. I, I, no, no, no. That's why I think it didn't not sell Appetite for Destruction because it was two albums. You're talking about back in the day when CDs were still a thing and CDs were $18, $20 a piece. Appetite for Destruction came out and that was their, that was their coming out party. So yeah. everyone bought that one. And, and but, the, and I, but I agree. Use Your Illusion 1 and 2, are, I think, are way better. I just love them. And the EP with Patience on it drove a lot of Appetite yeah. sales. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're right. You know, I'm, I'm um, really worried about the next six we're gonna do here. Yeah, it's it, it. Six deserves to be on this list. I'm I'm surprised they're in their top ten. ACDC. Uh, I'm not surprised. Top ten. I'm not not saying I agree. I'm not surprised. But 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 they're they're as beloved in England oh, and yeah, Australia um, as they are here. So they got a. That hits global. so many things too. Yeah. That hits sports people. That yeah. hits frat rock. That hits AC- dumb kids. That hits music lovers. Yeah. It's, it's ACDC was the first. I would say is rock this an band. anal story? Huh? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what? Did he say thought, England story? No. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be like. 
His first uh, song I had anal sex to. <laughs> no, that was probably silent. <laughs> <laughs> Except for the screaming. <laughs> you weren't gagged. Was she bothered time? by your screaming? <laughs> So ACDC was the first rock band I quote-unquote fell in love with. My mom took Dirty Deeds, um, that album, away from me. Um, Because I would go around singing, I've got big balls. (laughs) She's got big balls. I would go around singing. That's great big balls. (laughs) And my mom would be like, what are you you singing? And I wore out Back in Black. Wore it out, the tape. Uh, I can't imagine some kid, go, some kid walking around the house screaming that. She's like, I was a kid. The too. parents are just like, well, it looks like we're eating you in know, tonight. It's like, <laughs> like it, it, when you're that young, you don't know what the fuck they're no, talking about. Not. You know yeah. what I mean? I remember. But it's catchy. I had uh, two shorts, first album. Oh, man. And I'm trying to remember did it, which did one it, it was. Ain't but a word on it? I think With so. With Ice Cube? I, yes. Yeah, oh, man. And I used to play that shit Ooh. full vol- volume. <laughs> oh, I didn't know what he was talking about. Uh, yeah, he, he had this one lyric about seeing this girl in a camisole, and I remember I used to walk around and rapping that lyric all the time. Like, didn't matter who was around. Uh, number five, Lincoln Park. Fuck's sake! What? That's right. Number four, Pink Floyd. No brainer, right? Uh, number three, Led Zeppelin. No brainer. Number two, The Beatles. What? Whoa. I know. <laughs> Right, every everyone wow. had the exact same reaction. Shit. It's gonna be good, Charlotte. I know it. <laughs> good, Charlotte. All right, number one. Who do you think it's gonna be? I, Backstreet Boys. I've I've seen it, and I'm like a fucking course. Yeah. This, oh. Wait, what? This, this is throwing me for a loop with the Beatles not finishing. Use your I words. Know. What? I said, did I miss Kiss? You did. Yes, miss you kiss. did miss oh, Kiss. Yeah. yeah. All right. We said Hendrix. It's not that band with Harry Styles. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know who that is. You're going to be mad at yourselves that you, you're not guessing right. it. You are. You're yeah, going to be mad right, at yourselves. Certain... Shit, he's going to say it. It's going to be really upsetting. Um, it, it really is a no-brainer. I mean, well, I mean, not above the Beatles. Right. I understand that. But, but a no-brainer for where we are. Yeah. yeah. Easy top five, easy top three. Well, easy top three is uh, Zeppelin, Stones, Oh, Beatles. Elvis. Nope. Did we because say Elvis? It, no, because it's all soul, bands. Yeah, uh, Oh, that's right. Okay. Right, so we didn't have any Springsteen. It, this would be a much more interesting if it was, like, popular. I have other artists. lists, by the way. Yeah, I'm sorry. Well, we could, no, that's all right. He said, he's, like, he's like, I'm done with this. Yeah. <laughs> Never coming back. Queen. Oh! <laughs> I couldn't even remember yeah. everything. Yeah. yeah, such a no-brainer, though, all right, right? Yeah, that's fine with that, yeah. Yep. Well, not, well, I'm not, not fine with the number one. Right. But uh, easy in the top three. Oh yeah, I mean, so I, I think they. You know what? I think it's uh, I think they definitely should have uh, edged out Maroon Five. <laughs> yeah. I can't Luck, believe they're in the they top did. ten. Yeah. Maroon Maroon Five is in the top ten. Lincoln Park. Yeah, I'm more upset by the Maroon Five. Yeah. Well, you should be. I mean, they're all bad. Uh, I don't. I, I just like I said earlier. I love these lists. Every one of them that comes out, and yeah. I have others for us to do this with too. Um, I. I I chew them up, yep. and then I just get irritated by them. And the thing, you, you brought up Nine, Nine Snails is never going to be on any of these lists, ever. I, I've given up hope that they will. That's still just weird to me, though. Right. I but, know. I mean, we're, again, we are people that like 
I think people music. don't realize, one, how unbelievably talented Trent Reznor is. I mean, right. he's now a composer, right. a Grammy-winning composer. And people don't realize how many other artists are influenced by that time in industrial music and how he took what Skinny Puppy was doing and Ministry was doing. Oh, Skinny Puppy. And, you know, yeah, I mean, all these great industrial bands that were in the late 80s, he's like, I think I can do it a little bit better. And he actually figured it out. And did it way better. So, I don't know. Anything else, Joe? No, no. I, I, I already mentioned. I'm, I'm actually... I'm glad we didn't wait till the end to talk about the ones. I'm actually glad that we did it the way you just did it, where we got to the top ten. You're like, who are you? Because I, all right, so again, 19 as I thought definitely could have. Um, I am still surprised by the Huey Lewis one. And honestly, but for me personally, because I was a huge fan, I was surprised the cars were not in this at all. Yeah, they should have been in 100. I mean, right? Yeah, easily. In the, maybe around 60, 65 around there, I would have thought. Yeah, a lot of hits. So many good songs. But, and Rick Okasik is a huge producer now for a lot of bands that you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy's very talented. I um, super ugly. I, I trip over. <laughs> I, I trip over my own tastes. I, I would have thought Nine Inch Nails would have made it, and and ahead of this band. But for me, it's the Allman Brothers band. I mean, like mm-hmm. I think of how influential and how popular they are. Although yeah. I, I guess Skinner took the Southern rock slot of the allotted hundred right, popular. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sort of squeeze them to the outside. And so, you know, outside of it, nothing's occurring to me now. Yeah, they got their Confederates and they were right. just gonna leave it at that. Yeah. All right. Well, um anything we need to mention or anything? No, again, rate, review, subscribe, do all that shit, follow. Uh Bud, fucking love you to death. Love you Oh, boys. you know what? I'm sorry, I, I do want to say something. Um if you like these music pop podcast and you haven't listened to music discussion listen to oh the, yeah the pop culture spectrum the under the covers with patrick first episode yeah that because i have an erection under the covers <laughs> uh but yeah I, I actually uh i just listened to it the other day you 100 percent should the reaction that i was talking about wasn't a joke i was texting these guys as i was le- i was 40 minutes into it and i'm texting like you sons of bitches <laughs> uh it's it's if you like stuff like this and you want to hear more t- discussions about like music and covers it's a really awesome discussion um with two dudes who kind of did what we just right. did here in a comical fun playful way but about people who really like and appreciate music right. so definitely check it out i think episode two is already out too so you got two that you can actually binge on uh equal fights again is coming here hopefully in the next couple of weeks uh guiltless podcast obviously you're listening to that right now uh and the guiltless network go visit it see our photos see our shows see our episodes we got some video stuff coming some other stuff coming now that the uh we're gonna risk patrick's life here in a couple weeks Mm-hmm. Uh, with a little uh, a little stunt that I think everyone's going to really like. But uh, keep listening, keep following, keep subscribing, keep rating, and uh, appreciate the listens, and we appreciate you, bud. Bud, just stay away from the kids. <laughs> <laughs>